The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Angels, all things paranormal. This is Angel Talk. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Angel Talk. I'm Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. And I actually just hit record. I'm in my office here in Clive, Iowa, and it's a client day for me. And I'm sitting here with one of my favorite clients. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Hi. And I'm doing something kind of strange and wonderful today. We're sitting here in a session and we're talking about an experience that Ashley had with some extraterrestrials or ultra terrestrials. And I asked her if she wouldn't mind if I hit record because it's so <laughs> deliciously wonderful. And she's going to tell her story and I'm going to ask her angels to interject with some information about some experiences that she had in her, well, we'll call it the dreamscape, but this was actually a, a visitation that she had with some extraterrestrials. I don't know why when I'm talking to you, I'm looking at my phone like it's going to do something when, I, re- right when I'm listening. recording. It's always listening. It's so weird. <laughs> like I'm talking to it. Yeah. Hello, phone. Oh. Weird. I'm going to look at you now. Okay. Weird. Okay. So thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Yay. <laughs> so will you share with us the dream you had where you found yourself outside with some extraterrestrials. Yes. I remember the moment that I recall in the dream, I was walking on a path and it, I think it was paved like just a concrete path. It was like I was out for a walk. It was a lovely fall day, sunny. And I just remember a group of three, they had very masculine energy. It was like we were meeting, like, I don't, I don't think we had planned this meeting, but as soon as I saw them, I just got this very caring sibling-like, brother-like energy. So you felt like you knew them? Absolutely, yeah. Which is kind of strange because it's like you never met them, but you definitely weren't afraid of them. No, not at all. You felt familiar in your heart. Very much. And very just like taking care of, like, you're one of us. We got you. We love you. We'll take care of you. What did they look like? I remember that, like I said, they were tall. How Um, tall? Let's see, maybe about seven feet or more. They were very tall. They were a lot taller than I am. I'm 5'6", so they were, and maybe not, that might have been the tallest one. And I don't know if immediately I recognized them as being extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial, but either way, it didn't freak me out. Hmm. And I don't, I don't know, I just remember kind of like jumping in like, hey, hi, how are you? And then we were, I don't remember this transition from the path to kind of the next space that we were in, but I remember being in almost like kind of somebody's backyard and there were trees and leaves on the ground. And I think that's how I kind of made that fall connection. And we were all enclosed and just hanging out. 
in my head, there's like some basketball thing going on, but I don't know if there was a basketball court or it was just that they were tall and they felt like brothers when I, there was some <laughs> basketball thing going on there. But the last kind of moment that I remember was one of them saying someone's coming. And I remember kind of the implication that they were going to have to put their like human suit or their human costume back on. Okay. That fascinates me. Yeah. So you heard them say to each other, someone's coming. Yes. And then there was the knowing or the feeling that they had to put their human costume. It was like they would have to transform back into human form because they didn't want anyone else to see them. Whoa. As they were showing themselves to me. Okay, that lines up beautifully with information I've gotten from Sarai when they tell me that there are already loving extraterrestrials that are here with us, basically wearing human costumes because they're here as teachers, doctors, helpers, healers that walk among us because if they showed up in their alien form, <laughs> it would freak us out. And so they are able to go back and forth. They're able to go back and forth from form to form. But what I don't understand that I'd like to ask the angels here I don't understand is they've always told me that they can't come here and stay for very long because their vibrational frequency is different. So the frequency on their planet is very, very high made of love. And the frequency here on the earth planet is, I don't want to say lower, but it's different. So the, the ETs usually send a gray they create these little beings that are like their gophers or their runners, or they come in holographic form. So I'm going to pull in your angels, if that's okay, yeah, and ask course. them what was going on here. So I'm going to talk to your angels on your right and your left. Do you have names for your angels? I do. Okay, what's your right side angel's um, name? Adwar. Adwar. My right side. <laughs> I love it. And your, your left side angel's name is? Cece. Oh, I, oh, I remember Cece. <laughs> and I also, I feel like I have to mention Bruce because he's behind me. And Bruce and behind. I'm supposed to tell people how handsome he is. It's kind of an inside joke. Okay. So when I talk about Bruce, I must mention his handsomeness. He is quite stunning. Like a movie star. Hair perfectly coiffed. Okay, so we've got Adwar mm -hmm. and Cece mm -hmm. and Bruce. Okay. So I hear from Cece a reminder that this was in the dream realm. Ah, got it. Okay, so this was in the lucid theta dream realm. So we're in the quantum realm. So this is, oh, duh, Rachel. So this is how they were able to speak so easily with you and show up. And then when the other humans were joining you, they were also in dream realm. Do you remember Ashley or do you have any sense of who the other humans were? No, I didn't see anybody. Okay. It was almost like they could sense that someone else was coming. I don't remember seeing anybody or hearing anybody. Angels, do you know who? Do you remember? Or could you tell us who was coming? The people from the yard, the people from the house. Okay, so you were in someone's backyard. You were in, at that time in the dream. You were sharing space. I, I'm being shown the back of many houses. Mm -hmm. And so the people who lived in those houses, 
they were dreaming and waking up and in their dreams they could come out of the house and basically play. So there was someone who was about to come out and you're right about playing basketball. There was someone who had a bas. I can smell the rubber of the basketball. Someone had a basketball hoop. You're right about that. That's correct. I think that was before this moment, but someone was coming out from a house. So this was all in the theta brainwave in the quantum realm. And so Adwar and Cece are showing me that this could have taken hours if we wanted, but it was cut short because other dreamers came in and they busted up the party, Bruce said. <laughs> they busted up our party. And so the ETs went back into human form and they were in the form of, you'll know this, teenage boys. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And you, in this form, Ashley, are a teacher often in this lifetime. And so in your dreamscape, you often interact with younger people or people in general who are taking the role of student. And so these extraterrestrials were meeting you in the dream realm because they were honoring you as teacher and they were saying, hello, we're in a costume of student. Isn't this fun? Isn't this fun to play this way? <laughs> and it was just a moment to say, oh, look at these funny costumes. Had you stayed longer, had you been able to stay longer, they were going to talk to you about some life purpose information. You were able to get that download in the rest of your sleep, according to them. Okay. Fascinating. So cool. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety grounding and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. As I channel this for you, I'm looking above your head and I'm able to see them play this like a movie. It looks like a movie in holographic form. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but you're not looking like you in this. You look like them. Wow. You look like an E.T. Cool. Not a boy E.T. especially. <laughs> and I don't know if they're especially gendered, mm -hmm. but in the E.T., in your costume you are wearing, in your uniform, if they felt like brothers to you, you feel more like a sister, mm -hmm. more female gendered. Mm -hmm. So I'll ask you, Ashley, do you have any questions for the angels? Or I, I suppose we can even ask the angels. I don't feel Sarai with me right now, but we could ask the angels any questions about what happened if you'd like. Yeah, I think the only question I have is, how can I talk to them again? Or how can I contact them again? Or get back in oh, touch with them? I think that's beautiful question. So the answer I receive in return is to do your best to recreate that theta brainwave. So finding a way to go into a meditative state 
sitting up is ideal, not quite at a 90 degree angle, but slightly angled, they're saying. So find your body slightly angled, have something in your hand, like a, a heavy ball or an apple or something that if you had it in your hand and you dropped it, it would wake you up. Mm -hmm. So something that your Albert Einstein did this. <laughs> And this is how he would go into a lucid dream state to figure out the equations. Yeah. And then when he would drop the ball, he knew that it would wake him up. So this is how he stayed in that lucid dream state. They're asking you to recreate that. And when you go into this quantum state, your brothers will simply find you. Hmm. It'll, it will be that easy. And they, your angels, Adwar, Cece, and Bruce are already making that connection to your extraterrestrial peeps <laughs> for you. And all you'll need to do is set the agenda. And could you be clearer on that, guys? Or simply say, I'm ready for that, please. And I'd like to talk to you about what I do next in my life. Or I have an important meeting coming up. Could we talk through that? Or I would just like to have a little fun. Show me something wonderful. Give them some ideas about what you want to talk about. Okay. The angels are saying the extraterrestrials have a different list of priorities because they're not Earthside, and so they sometimes need you to guide them. Okay. You have another experience as well. Can I hear about that? I do, yeah. Another dream. <laughs> This was very much a moment. I just remember I I was in a building that gave me almost like college campus common space vibes that I was looking through a window and I was looking across the street at a house, not a house that I know. And I remember a woman to me, she had a very like motherly, like my mother type energy opening the front door and letting some dogs outside and with the dogs were what appeared to be an extraterrestrial being. And I remember this being having on a black hoodie. And I don't think I even made eye contact with this being, but I just remember this just insane feeling of love. Like, oh. I think about the first time that I met my dog Dobby, where we weren't really looking for a dog, but I saw her and we connected and it was like, oh my gosh, I love you. Oh. And that was the feeling that I had with this being of like, oh my gosh, I love you. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Well, the angels are saying you're so blessed to have seen an animal in its true form. Oh, our, wow. Many of our animals, and they're giving us a percentage, 70 to 90% of our animals are actually extraterrestrial mm -hmm. in form, mm -hmm. especially our kitties. Mm -hmm. And so in that dream, you saw one coming out in her actual form. You saw a little druid. So in the black hoodie, that is a very specific type of extraterrestrial. She was a druid. So all of you listening, you might look up what a druid is. <laughs> That's a very specific type of ancient starseed. And I am seeing that replayed for you and couldn't have been more than two feet tall, right? I do remember her being, I remember feeling like she was shorter than the other ones, but I don't, 
I she was taller than that. Oh, okay. Or at least I felt like okay, almost like kind of my height or maybe a little shorter. Oh, really? Okay. But, so yes, human form then. Yeah. Okay, so that does line up with what a druid would look like. More of what we would consider to be like a monk, human type height. Human. Okay. I mean. Okay. So again, we have an example of you seeing an ET <laughs> shapeshifting. Mm -hmm. And what they want to say is, we appreciate you, Ashley, creating safety for us. We always feel safe around you. And you know this because we're able to show you our true form. And they say, thank you. Oh. And they're asking permission from you. Can we show up in your wake time? Ooh. How do you feel about that? It, yes. Absolutely. Really? Okay. The, feel, the feeling that I felt from both of those dreams was just this deep love, like a love that I almost feel like I can't describe. Mm. I mean, I know that I've heard people talk about kind of like the love of source or just that like intense, almost otherworldly, not earthly love. Just so absolutely. Yes. I mean, I remember that from my visits with the ETs and the angels, it is hard to articulate. Mm -hmm. and it, it is a different love than what we have here. And I remember <laughs> not almost freaking myself out because I didn't want it to end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it ended because I was trying to not make it end. Yeah. So their response to that comment that I have for both of us is just keep calm, keep calm. Mm -hmm. Because when you pull this into your wake time, when you give us permission to visit in your wake time, we will do it in a way that is fit into your early morning hours. Mm -hmm. So you won't be doing anything else. This will fit. And I'm curious, Rachel speaking here, I'm really curious about how you saw the little being in the hoodie, tall, and I saw her tiny. I'm curious about that. And they're saying it will depend on the viewer and it will depend on the room. So you might be in your bedroom and you might have a little bit of space between you and the wall and it might make sense for that being to be small or you might be staying in a hotel room where you've got a lot of mm -hmm. space and that being might be giant. So it's a just go with it moment, I suppose. So once you give permission, which really does sound like Angels, I'm ready for it. Mm -hmm. I'm open for it because I feel safe and I trust you. This is this is really bare bones, part of your ongoing relationship with Source, because these are all reflections of Source, just like you are. Yeah. And you just let it happen. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Thanks for letting me yeah. share my dreams with you, Rachel. Wow. Well, thanks for <laughs> sharing it with all of us. We yeah. appreciate you. Thanks again, Ashley, for sharing your experiences with our beautiful extraterrestrial and ultra-terrestrial friends. You know, I use that term interchangeably, extraterrestrial and ultra-terrestrial. The term ultra-terrestrial seems to be new to a lot of people, me included, and the extraterrestrials have been pulling in that term, ultra-terrestrial, because it helps us remember that ultra-terrestrials, extraterrestrials, are from a realm that is high in vibrational frequency. They are at the same level as angels. We're used to 
the idea of angels being as high as God. And that frequency of God is the love frequency, the highest frequency possible, the frequency of all unconditional love and light, and the angels are right there. When we think of extraterrestrials, we don't necessarily think of them at that same place because we think of them as spooky, scary aliens doing something weird to your butt or something. We think about scary movies and such. So I I experience the extraterrestrials going through a rebranding process where they're trying to help us remember they're here to love us and to help us. And I hear them offering the term ultra-terrestrial to help us remember that they are ultra in vibrational frequency. They're high up there with the angelic realm. And I've met some that are interchangeable with the angelic realm. They're from the exact same place. So you're going to hear me use the same phrase interchangeably extraterrestrial and ultra-terrestrial, and that's why I do that. All right, I have a listener question from Maria. And by the way, if you have a question for me or the angels or Sarai, go ahead and send it to theangelcounselor at gmail.com. Now, Maria has written in because she is needing some support when she closes her eyes and goes into the quantum realm. Let's remember that the quantum realm is that space that we are really from our homeland when we are not incarnate in this physical body. We access the quantum realm when we close our eyes and look into that dark space, that infinite open space that is accessible to us simply when we close our eyes. Well, Maria's needing some support because when she closes her eyes, she's a little uncomfortable with what she's seeing. She tells me in her email that she's seeing sometimes whole whole people, sometimes faces. They come right up to her. Sometimes she's recognizing these people and sometimes she doesn't. She says they can be aggressive, although sometimes kind. And sometimes they're coming right up to her and even making her feel sick to her stomach. So let's go ahead and bring in the angels and perhaps Sarai if they're around and get some support for our dear friend Maria. All right, Maria, here we go. What I'm hearing for you, dear, is this. First of all, there is gratitude that you are willing to close your eyes and allow yourself to be at home with the quantum. We are really used to being in our physical bodies. Hello, we're there all the time. But you are allowing yourself to close your eyes and try again and try again. And there is gratitude from your guides, your angels, and your ancestors for allowing yourself to go back and try again even when it was uncomfortable. And there is an affirmation for you that you are indeed safe. Maria, they are reminding you that whether you are in the spirit world or this world, you are entitled to your boundaries. And your angels are allowing some people in the ethereal world, the quantum world, to come closer to you to remind you that your boundaries need to be reset. So they want you to start in the physical realm first. Begin by noticing who is around you in your workplace, in your family, in your life. Are those boundaries where they need to be? Are you enforcing them with your words, your thoughts, your actions? Look at your boundaries and make sure they are being upheld. And then go into the quantum. Reset your boundaries. How do we do that in the quantum? With your thoughts. Go into the quantum holding your space. Go in like a badass bitch, honey. You hold your space. When you close your eyes and go into the quantum, if you believe that you are safe, you believe that you are a beloved child of God, nothing can come at you. 
You are perfectly safe, but you must know that. If someone comes up to you aggressively, could you pause a moment and really look at how they're coming up to you? Is it really aggressive or are they excited to see you? We have to remember that one of our main goals to go into the quantum is to look at people and situations that are different from what we are used to and take a beat to look at that with a very positive and loving lens. Different doesn't mean bad. Different doesn't mean scary. Different is simply different. It's an opportunity to learn something. It's an opportunity to help. But different also requires boundaries because we must put ourselves first. That's okay, Maria. You get to live this life putting yourself first. Your boundaries are sacred. Maria, are your boundaries where they need to be? The people in the quantum that are coming to you have been a part of your life before, now, and in the future. Everything that is happening to you is in real time. In fact, there is no time. There is no past or future. Everything is now. So when you see these faces or random people, they're not random. They are a part of your life right now. Do your very best to notice the people that are with you in your life, whether you are eyes open or eyes closed in the quantum, and pray on it. Ask your angels, who are these people and what do they mean to me? Why are they in my atmosphere? When you're asking a question like that, you do not have to know the answer. That's why you're asking the question. Simply put your hands on your heart and repeat the question. Why am I being shown this person? Why am I being shown this person? Or simply say, show me, show me, show me. Stay in the vibrational frequency of the question and you will be shown the answer. When you go into the quantum, you may put your hands on your heart and simply say, show me, show me. You may repeat the question, explore, explore, or the word explore, explore. I'm here, I'm here and see where that takes you. If something or someone is being aggressive in their approach, you get to say, hi, I'm here. Who are you? Who are you? Remember my love, boundaries are key. You are made of love and you get to show that wherever you are, whether you are here on this earth side or the spirit side. All right, my loves, I hope that this episode brought you some joy and you learned something. Hear me say you are very loved. I love you, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with Rachel Corpus. To learn more or to contact Rachel, visit rachelcorpus.com. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.